I created a space where we can celebrate the unsung and the undervalued. A place where we focus on the many talents and influences from women within the culture in hopes to inspire women everywhere to overcome adversity in a male-dominated world. Welcome to Woman in Hip Hop. Ooh, that thing rusty. That's what happens when you go out. That's what happens when you go out okay. and you do hookahs and stuff. Okay. <clears throat> I'm going to get it together. Hold on. <laughs> Ooh. What's up, everybody? It's your girl, Jazzy Bell, and you are tuned in to Woman in Hip Hop Podcast. And on this show is where we focus on the many talents and influences from women within the culture. And today, I'm mm-hmm. so excited. Mm-hmm. I got my Midwest shorty here in the building with me. <laughs> the one and only Tiffany Fox is in the building. Hi, <laughs> What's, What's up, that? Dude? What's going on? I'm, I'm excited that you're here. We've been trying to you. get this to happen for, for a, a minute. minute. Yes. But it's all good. Yeah. So I'm here in Atlanta mm-hmm. where you currently reside. Uh-huh. But like I said earlier, my Midwest shorty, you are originally from St. Louis. Shout out to the Lou. Of course. SCL <laughs> <It's the laughs> all day. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so again, thanks for being here. Thanks for having me. So now, a lot of people that's listening right now that's familiar with the show, mm-hmm. they already know the whole premise of this show is to inspire other women mm-hmm. out there that's dealing with in their own respective chosen careers uh-huh. especially if it's male dominated yes you know what i mean uh-huh. so for you to tell your story to inspire other women to keep fighting the good fight okay and what i like to do is to give people a good backstory as to how tiffany fox got here okay and when you <laughs> say here which part here as in in the moment in the present the tiffany fox that we know and love today but we may not okay. know her backstory, the struggles, the adversity she had to face in order to be this beautiful woman that's spitting Thank the bars you, girl. to y'all. Thank you. I mean, <laughs> still facing. Yeah. You know, it's one of them things, you know this, in mm-hmm. music, entertainment, all of that is male-dominated. Mm-hmm. So, you know, like, and I, I always say this, and I'm going to live by it, and in this business, you're either going to be the bitch or the hoe. Ooh. Period. That's how I feel. Break so, a lot down. of women got to where they are on their back. And a lot of women who take care of their business and handle themselves like a boss, we don't get called bosses. Mm. When we demand respect, they call us bitches. Absolutely. And I don't mind being the bitch <laughs> at all. Clearly. You know? So that's, you know. Bad something bitch I, commandments. Yeah, the bad bitch <laughs> commandments. Period. I'm going to be about that coin. And it's going to take me, a, it's taking me a little longer because I'm not doing stuff on my mm-hmm. back or, you know, sleeping with this person to get to the next level or whatever. So. And I'm okay with that. I have a lot of integrity, and I'm going to die with it. Good. So, yeah, but as far as how I got here, mm-hmm. girl, I've always done music. I play piano, clarinet, things like that. I've always liked poetry and all of that type of stuff. And then when I seen Nelly blow up from St. Louis, I was like, wait a minute. You could put poems with some melodies and harmonies and blow up? Yeah. Oh, okay, so that's what I'm going to do. <laughs> <laughs> and from that point on, it didn't just hit like his. Mm. It was just when it was like, oh, <laughs> this is really a career where you have to really work for it. And, you know, times is changing so much, even with technology. Right. right when I think I got it down packed to, oh, okay, then it'd be all these other things that come out where it's like, dang, okay. So it's not just about talent anymore it's not just about skills it's, it's not it is not actually a lot of people that's out and successful right now don't have not 
a skill. But they got those millions of you followers. You understand? So, and I just put that mm -hmm. on a post the other day. It was like, you know what? The value of your followers is more important than your talent now. And that is crazy to me. Mm -hmm. From endorsers to labels to whomever. It's about who got the most followers. Who mm -hmm. has the most controversy. Who's more popular. Look at our president. Yes. You know what I'm saying? Knowing that man shouldn't like, be Like, are we serious? President. And his wife's a whore. And oh, so my hobby. <laughs> girl, listen. You got the right one today. I got the right one so, today. <laughs> I'm just saying. That's just going to that let you know where the culture is at. Yeah. So for a woman to really just stand on her morals mm -hmm. by herself and, mm -hmm. you know, still persevere, it's hard. Yeah. It's been a long road. You know, I was signed to, I had a... Oh, no, no, no. Don't rush okay. it. Okay. <laughs> okay. Don't, don't rush it. Okay. Don't rush okay. the backstory. You told me to give you the backstory, so I was giving it. I know. Uh, you, you fast forward and talk about being signed. I want right, to talk right. about Tiffany. Okay. What is it? Tiffany Harrison? Is that the uh -uh. government? Is We're that? not giving out my government. Oh. And where did you get hair? Oh, Girl, that's my it's sister's always, married name. It's always on That Google. is hilarious. <laughs> oh, you thought you had something. <laughs> that's my sister's married name. Oh, my God. <laughs> See, yeah, so this is mm -hmm. why I like to uh, either ask or break up shit like that because Google be having shit wrong. Yeah. So oh, can we oh. say that your day last name is not, Harris, not Harrison, even though you don't want to disclose it? No, no, okay, no, cool. <laughs> government last name. Okay, Ooh, all right. Well, but Tiffany yeah. Fox with uh -huh. two X's. Uh -huh. um, how old were you when you when you would say that you decided to really take this to, serious? Yeah. Or not even really take this seriously, because mm -hmm. that's going to be my second question. Okay. But when did you really fall in love with it? I honestly... Just the culture in itself. I've always loved hip-hop, mm -hmm. to be honest with you. Like, I used to... I come from a very disciplined background. Mm -hmm. My mother was very strict and had me in church and stuff like that. Cool. So I would sneak and listen to Lil' Kim. Yes. I had no business listening to Lil' Kim. And every time she <laughs> found it, she'd throw it away. And I ordered it over and over again to send it to my grandma's house. <laughs> you know, and I would go to school rapping all of her stuff, me and my best friends. How old were you rapping little At the kids? time, uh, I had to be like 12. Yeah. You know, <laughs> like mm -hmm. I, I had no business <laughs> listening to this. You know what I'm saying? So at that time, um, that's when I kind of fell in love with it. Because it, to see somebody so little with a deep voice. It was like, oh my God, and she was putting me up on fashion, and she was talking, she had substance about what she was talking about, though. Mm -hmm. Like, she was talking about a lot of raunchy, ratchet shit, but she had metaphors, she had flow, she captured your attention, but she was always talking about empowering yourself as a woman and not settle. Mm -hmm. So that's where my music, I took that spin on it, I, and I've been in love with fashion and hip-hop ever since Kim. Right. You know, but when I, the funnest day of my life. To this day, it was the country grammar video shoot. Really? Yes. And that's when I was like, wow, this is something I really, really want to do. So for some people that don't know, you were you were like the video girl. Yeah, I was one of the video girls. <laughs> yep. How did that come about? And went, girl. <laughs> Listen. Um, Nelly had actually hit me. And was like, listen, do you want to um, come and do this video shoot tomorrow? Mm -hmm. I'm like, tomorrow? You can't even give me no time. no time. No time, you know. Nails but his family was cool. My family, and he okay. taught me. But I had, girl, 
I had skipped school. My mama didn't know <laughs> none of that. And I was there up in that thing. She, she didn't, didn't find out until the video came until out. Until the video came yes. out. Yes. <laughs> yes. That's when she found out. Yeah. Now, how did your parents feel when you came to them and told them you wanted to be a rapper? Uh, at that point, I was kind of rebelling. So, I didn't, come, mm. I didn't tell them nothing. Mm. I just did it. To this day, she just be like... <laughs> Ooh, child, Tiffany, like whatever, you know. <laughs> but she she gets it now. It's like this is really, you know, she's really good at it. You know, she comes to my shows. Listen, your mama come to your she show? comes, and I don't want her to. Uh-huh. I don't. For the most part, I don't let her come. Okay. For the most part, but this last time when me and Kim had some, because she loves Kim mm-hmm. now. Now, <laughs> now she do. Not when you was not when I was saying I used to be scared of the dick. Not the oh. lips to the shit, girl. She yeah, walked in my like, room like, what the fuck are you? <laughs> I pleaded in the blood of Jesus and all kind of stuff, you know. But she came to a show last year, and I didn't get a chance to have the tights for my leotard, and I had the red boots up to my coochie. Oh yes, I know about that yeah, one. Yeah, That's yeah. what I was like, damn, she, right? I was even like, damn, Tiff. <laughs> look back. Because them angles, yes. the, the camera caught you, they it was like, it. yo, Tiff is holding, holding. Uh, y'all holding, holding, okay. holding. <laughs> yeah. You over there holding, 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 I holding, mean, holding. But, holding. but a, a, a holder recognizes another, another holder. holder. <laughs> exactly. Girl, when the thighs and the ass match. <laughs> Boom. That's a fact. And right. Shout out to your hat. Make ass As is real again. <laughs> Boom. We love that. Thank so your you. mother came to that performance for the performance Mm -hmm. and i tried it on and i was like oh my god they sitting out there in the audience i didn't know where she was but i could just feel her while i was performing like Mm. if you don't put something on right now right you know but for the most part because i need to zone out when i'm on stage i don't want to worry about what my mother thinking all my parents was there my stepfather my real father my mother everybody that came to that show and it was so provocative. I just had to tune it out. But I was to. busting it open in front of my daddy. <laughs> Speaking, you know, I'm glad you mentioned that. Because yeah. growing up, Little Kim, same story. Everybody yeah. knows that's mother. That's my yes. favorite rapper of all time. Me too. And um, I tell this story about how my, my dad would bust in my room. Well, he bust in my room and he... Uh, ripped up all the posters uh-huh. and little Kim, like you know, in a room, four walls, all four walls was covered right. with Kim posters, right. right? Magazine covers, everything. He said, You got five minutes to get the rest of this shit down. Why right. do you look up to this whore? Da, 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 yeah, da. yeah, yeah. Now he loves her too. It's I know. <laughs> with Kim, she always comes to like my birthday parties and yeah. stuff. So we, she was like, Okay, it's not over. We already did one club. Let's go to the east side to the strip club. My mama, like, Yeah. I'm like, No. <laughs> You are not going to the strip club. She was like, but Tiffany, she is so prim and proper. It's so funny. What's the big deal? What are are they going to have all of their clothes off? They might just have on a big... I'm like, nah, mama. They pussy going to be out. Oh, my God. Okay? Yes, and definitely the A. You understand? Yes, and we're going to be throwing money at them. Yeah, so, yeah. you're not going. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But... But, yeah, she wanted to go. For me, my mother was very... um. Uh, understanding my dad mm-hmm. wasn't having it mm-hmm. your father mm-hmm. i know you mentioned your stepfather and your father was mm-hmm. there how was it with you growing up with your dad okay. how was that presence so in your life? my daddy wasn't present my real father mm-hmm. he wasn't present he was the rolling stone mm-hmm. basically so my stepfather felt that void to a degree mm-hmm. but it was like i was rebellious against him 
because I knew my real father was around. You know what I'm yeah. saying? So I was still trying to make excuses for my dad and really wanted that connection with him. But, you know, my stepfather, we didn't get along. And no. it was nothing that he did wrong. It was just that you. it was me because yeah. I knew I, I wanted my real daddy here. You, you know were just hurting. Yeah. So I was hurting. So that's why I, I used to write a lot. So I, that's why I say I used to do poems and poetry and stuff like that. And I would just get lost in music for that, like the piano and things of that, just for an escape. Help you but, deal with yeah. the, the lack of And I didn't even realize that until I got older. Like, damn, so that's what, you know. When did you realize it? Was it reflective in your music? Would you yes. Say? A lot. Mm-hmm. A lot. It, it's a song that I redid a cover. Um, the song cried of Jay-Z. Yes. And I talked about that a little bit in that record because I was sexually abused before. Mm-hmm. And I talked about like that. If my daddy was here, maybe I would have been protected and wouldn't been in this situation. Right. And I remember when I ran home, because it happened when I got off the school bus. Long story oh, short, really? I was nine. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Baby. And when that happened, I had ran home and my stepfather was there. He was, what's going on? What's wrong? And I told him what happened, and he immediately was on it. You know what I'm saying? And we went to the police and did all of that. Mm. And we didn't know where the guy was. And my step-grandfather, I guess that's what you would call him, he was there. And he was like, don't worry about it. Um, We're going to catch him. And when we catch him, he's going to have one of the exact same thing he had on when he did this to you. Watch. And I was like, hmm. So, like, a month and a half later, we was at the grocery store, just left church. And um, I, I couldn't even get it out. I was pointing. We was in line, me and my stuff. And I was, there he is, there he is. And he was who? And he dropped the milk, honey. Woo. Went over there and he had on the exact same thing. A wow. black Raiders jacket with some white stretch pants and some white tennis shoes. And he beat his ass. Did he? Yes, he beat his ass. So... You know, me and my stepfather, he was always a protector. So I've always known that the man is supposed to be a protector and provide from mm-hmm. that example, you know. But, yeah, me and my stepfather, um, we're cool now. We're real close now. Mm-hmm. And me and my real father, we we had got, we was always cordial. Mm-hmm. But we got really, really, really close after my last breakup. Because then I just let everything go. Because I'm such a tough person yeah. that I try to act like everything okay. is okay. You know what I'm saying? Because I'm not the type. Yes. Tired, yeah. And then when something traumatic happened, I'm like, it's because of you. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm attracted to this. And, you know, mm-hmm. and me and him just had it out. And we just been so close ever since. That's so, amazing. Yeah. Thanks for sharing that. No problem. Now, as far as, I mean, I do want to, did, did the guy ever get locked up for what yeah, he did to you? Okay. After he got that ass. Yes. After he got that street dress. Yeah, they had to peel, security had to peel mm, my stuff out of the office. In the grocery in store. Spilling the damn milk. <laughs> yes. So worth it, I'm yes, sure. it was. It uh, was. Any advice you want to give to, I mean, since we're on that, the, mm-hmm. any girl out there that's listening that's probably dealt with that? Because, you know, especially everything with the Me Too movement is so difficult women feel to come forward and tell their story because they don't want to get judged Mm -hmm. or they're just afraid. You got to tell Mm -hmm. you got, you have to, Mm -hmm. because that's something that are like flustered in you. Mm -hmm. And then it'll project in your future relationships and eat at your soul. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? You didn't do nothing wrong. And for them, just because they may not believe you or just because um, it may not turn out the way that you would want to, Mm -hmm. 
you have to tell just to get it out of your soul, get it out of your spirit, get it out of your system. You have to tell. Mm -hmm. And I know a lot of women do be scared of that. And that's why I'm like, listen, if you heard, slide in my DM and we'll figure it out. That's you know what I'm saying? I'm serious. Because up. I don't believe in letting somebody else's situation or me being a victim of circumstance. That'll keep you stuck. Mm -hmm. I don't, I don't, mm-mm. Mm -hmm. I don't like that at all. I talked about that in Song Cry. Okay. And it was it was a painful situation. And I'm going to be honest with you. It's not a day that go, goes by that I don't think about it. It's still. Yeah. Every day. I could imagine. I think about it. But I immediately, the blood of Jesus is gone about my business. Okay. You know? Real quick. Was it someone you know? Oh, no. Knew? Okay. Mm -mm. Okay. It was just somebody. I don't know if they had been looking at me from, the t from getting off my bus often. Yeah. I don't know, mm -hmm. but yeah, I didn't know this person. So young girls out there, like she said, don't be afraid to tell your story. No. And also, if you are afraid, slide in her DMs. Slide in my DMs. I think that's a beautiful invitation. it out. Definitely. Mm -hmm. I love that. Talk to me about, since we talk about backstory. Okay. June 5th. June 5th. <laughs> right here. Ow. Yes. Um, the tattoo on the Right, right, right. June 5th. Right. <laughs> Um, for the people that don't know, explain I was in a I is. was in a girl group, Damn. and Brooke was one of the. <laughs> oh. it is yes. a Brooke and a scar. A scar, yes. <laughs> nice. <laughs> we was all in the group, and um, let's see. Okay, so I was when I was with Snoop. It was just like a single situation. Right. And okay. then that was that. You can't just spill over. You be, you okay, be what rushing you want? Me. Okay, what you want? No, I, I, I was telling you about how I got with June Fitz. You know what it is? I thought maybe, you know what? It does make sense because you had a solo thing. With Snoop. I had a solo thing. But you was And I was like, like, let me do a group. Oh, okay. So I, I put, we all got together. Okay. And once we did that, we had this long, long, long conversation. How did you meet the, well. Brooke, Brooke is my is first cousin. cousin. Right. And Scar is like our best friend Got in the family. Got you know it. what I'm saying? Like we've been knowing her forever. She's like my big sister. So I'm looking at Brooke over there. I'm like, Yeah, I'm like, she cute. <laughs> I'm so I was like, for Scar, she cute. We're just right for her. And <laughs> you know what I'm saying? And then it'll make sense, but then she turned out being really dope. So it was like, oh, this really, you know, was dope. So okay. we had that conversation on June 4th. And it went into fruition on June 5th. So she was like, let's just name the group June 5th. When we were trying to figure out what to name it. Right. We were just coming up with all these VVS and Diamond this <laughs> and girl, it was corny. So it's like, let's make it organic. And that's how we came up with June 5th. Okay. Yeah. Uh, so um, now we talked about that. Now we're here with your solo career. Yes. So we talked about how we got there. Now, this, you said the Snoop Dogg collab was before, before the, the group. group. Yeah. Okay. I am curious work. because, like I said, Little Kim is my fave. Mm -hmm. Snoop, when it comes to the men, that's yeah. my dog. Yeah. No like, that's really my fave. For real. Living. Not that mm -hmm. Tupac is there. But first fell in love was that Doggy Style album. Everything. Mm -hmm. So, how did you two link up? Okay. So, my cousin, which is Brooke's brother, mm -hmm. he's a celebrity hairstylist, king of hair. So... Yeah, yeah, that's uh -huh. my cousin, my first cousin. So he moved to L.A. And he okay. was like, you need to get your ass out here. You know what I'm saying? And I was like, okay. So I had went out there and he had met L.T. Hutton. They both were, um, okay, so he got his hair done at the 
get it, got his hair braided right. at the same salon that my cousin Anthony worked at. Right. And he was telling him, I, was like, I got my, this cousin, my cousin, she did, she did, she did, she did. He was <laughs> like, well, I want to meet her. And then when he met me, we did a song called Can't Find My Panties. Can't find my panties. Yes. and it Makes sense with Snoop. No, but let me tell you, <laughs> me and LT, he did the beat mm -hmm. and I wrote it. And I was like, I had just had a situation with my current ex, actually. Okay. At the time, we, right. we've been doing it for forever. But mm -hmm. at the time, I was at his house and I found some panties under the bed. Okay. Yes. True and so I, it was a true story. So I wrote a record about it called Can't Find My Panties. <laughs> and so, and it was kind of funny. So LT sent it to Snoop. And he was like, this was actually kind of genius. You know what I'm saying? Wow. <laughs> and so from that, I, you know, he was like, I want to meet her. And I think that next week we shot the video to shake this shit. What? Next yes, week? Yes, that next week we... I thought it was going to be like fun. Yeah, I'm with Snoop. And we going to kick it and smoke weed and <laughs> all it is. It was none of that. What girl. was it? It was none of that. I got to the studio. He was like, these are your beats. Go in there and write them. I was wait. I thought <laughs> we was going to have fun. We was going to pop our collar. You like know what I'm saying? No, he was very, very like strict with me. Like mm. work. You know, I was like, oh, so he kind of honestly taught me worth ethic work ethic where mm -hmm. it was like you know um don't get caught up in the hype this is not that what you hear and see and think you know what i'm saying That's yeah we still cool to yeah. this day yes okay yes now we went from like again like i said it's backstory i want people to get to know your story so people like yeah. yo tiff really been at it she really about that yeah. life and you heard what she said she write her own shit so you know don't come at her with that Please. now uh -huh. we talked about snoop little kim uh -huh. We talked about how you grew up uh -huh. loving her, her, idolizing her, uh -huh. admiring her, to be able to be signed to her. Yeah. How did that go about? Okay, so she came to St. Louis. I'm very popular at home. Of course. So, yeah, I'm very popular <laughs> at home. So they knew, if anything, Kim, Kim was looking for a studio okay. to do a verse for Rocco. Mm. And um, they was like, we need a studio. So they called us, like, we know y'all know where, you know, a dope studio is. And... We did. So, me, Brooke, and um, Scar, we had got her at Shock City at the time, which is the studio. And we had a chef, and we had her riding around in the Maybag. Like, we had laid it all out. We was like, we got this, we got that. Just Come to on, meet her. Town you know what I'm saying? Like, just to meet her, it was like, you, you know, wanted to pull I out wanted to pull out the red carpet for her. It was just to meet her. We did not think... We was going to be friends or trying to sign to her or trying to do music. It was wow. just like, this girl, like, I ain't even think that for. I just want to meet her. Yeah. And out of respect, let me pull out all the stops. Nice. When we met her, she was so sweet. Like, so cool that we just started talking to her and chilling. Mm -hmm. And it was just all good. So, from that point on, I, I would open up from you know for her from time to time when she would um, come to St. Louis. Right. So we just started building our relationship, and Brooke and her brother was cool. Okay. So she kept in touch with him, and he was like, I just think Tiff is so dope, and this and this oh, and this. Wow. You know, I think her and Kim should do something together. And we still like, okay, you know, but Kim, you know, Brooke, she like, okay, whatever well, you think that this could happen, let's see. <laughs> so one time we was at, Kim had came to a house, I forgot who they were, but it was in Atlanta. And we was in the studio, and we was playing my music for her brother and some other people, just playing the stuff. Kim was upstairs asleep. 
So she had came in there looking for something and she heard my music. She had her scarf on like, okay, um, I need such and such. She was, wait a minute. Who is this? And I said, that's me. She was, no, it's not. I said, yes, it is. <laughs> and she said, let me hear something else. And they started playing. So she sat there and listened to my But you was already opening up for her. Yeah, right. but for, at, with the group. Got it. You know so what I'm saying? Still in so, the group. yeah, I was still in the group. Mm. But my first solo project was called Yellow Tape. Right. So I was playing Yellow Yellow Tape mm -hmm. for um her brother. brother. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So when I was playing it, that's when she walked in. She sat there and listened to the whole mixtape. She said, "I want to get on that. I want to get on that." Wow. And I was like, "What?" I'm still thinking that she's just talking. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> right. And she got on the record. She got on. I had already shot the video for Jay Z, and then um she said, "Well, we're gonna redo that. Let's reshoot Jay Z." And I'm going to get on that. And then she said, and for Twisted, we're going to shoot that in L.A. I was, okay. You know what I'm saying? I, again, just thinking she's talking. And the rest is history. So from that point on, we just um, made it make sense for the both of us. And we just got real tight. So, like, we real close. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? And sometimes I forget that she's Lil' Kim because we so close now. I'm mm -hmm. like, bitch, shut up. Whatever. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. But... Now, it, it still be weird because she'll go on stage and I'll be like, I still be impressed. Yes. Like when I see her transitioning from Kimberly mm -hmm. to Lil' Kim, it's like, this bitch is a beast. You know what I'm saying? Like she yeah. is just a whole, which I see on stage as opposed to her just in her comfort zone, just mm -hmm. being chill. And it's, it's just, it's weird. She's an icon. Yeah, she is. Now, recently you did just do an interview with mm -hmm. T.S. Madison. And yeah. some people would say judge you based off what I call loyalty. Mm -hmm. They would say maybe you blinded mm -hmm. by your loyalty. What? Mm -hmm. I don't know if you've seen, but I said you inspired some clothing. <laughs> you inspired some clothing lines. Oh, the, uh, <laughs> stop my bag. That stop my bag. <laughs> when I saw that, I said, yo. Listen. That's okay. a big, I mean, regardless of how it came about, you, yeah. that you still have an impact. Talk to me about that. Oh, girl. I don't know. Did you did you see it? Did yes, I've seen it. I've seen it. And I'm going to say it? this. I thought it was hilarious. I thought it was genius. <laughs> At the end of the day, she's a businesswoman. Okay. You know, so I respected it. I just bust out laughing. It was like, bitch, you better <laughs> capitalize. You know what I'm saying? So I get that. Um, but as far as loyalty, and like I say this all the time, mm -hmm. if I have an issue with somebody, it's not because of nobody else. Right. You know, I am a loyal person now. I'm not going to fuck with you like that. But I'm not going to just jump into the line of crossfire for anybody. Right. Just because you two don't get along. And so at the when me and Kim first got together, a lot of people thought that was the perception. Like, oh, okay, so she's, you know, the younger version of Kim and she can go at old girl and it's like uh no <laughs> that's not happening it's just we organically got together because i'm talented I never that. a lot of people so did mm -hmm. so and that was kind of in a heat of a little situation you know what i'm saying so mm -hmm. it was just like no you even hear me in interviews like no you know kim not even tripping off that we don't even talk about that mm -hmm. situation um but it was just after those in particular interviews it mm -hmm. would just be different things that just kept coming up where it was like, 
why is she trying me? I'm just trying to do my own thing. You know what I'm saying? And like I said before, I thought I would give her the benefit of the doubt. Like, no, nah, she's not on that. You know what I'm saying? Like, you know, but what was what is the issue? I don't for know. You? I don't know. I don't care. Mm -hmm. It is what it is. And when I went on TS, it just organically came out because mm -hmm. at that, that day, I think Cardi had another number one on Billboard mm -hmm. and we were talking about that. And I do understand that T.S. is uh, really good friends with old girl. So She's good friends with Nikki? Yes. Okay. So when she was um, like, hmm, well, she shouldn't have did, she shouldn't have threw that shoe and this. It was like, it, I don't know why it triggered me. It's like, oh, girl, you don't understand what be going, you know. <laughs> and it just went left. And, it, you know, it is. I don't really it think it went left. What I, what I will say is that I just feel like people... I mean, especially if you, some people don't really look at this as like a real journalistic job or whatever you want to call mm -hmm. it. Some people just have a biased point of view. Mm -hmm. I try to keep an unbiased point of view regardless of what I may feel professionally or personally. Mm -hmm. Like I love Kim. She mm -hmm. can nobody tell me nothing. Yeah. You know, but let's say I interview Nikki. I want to be able to hear what it is. Yeah. You feel what you oh, going through. Why you feel like that about yeah. Shorty and vice yeah. versa. Yeah. So I understand why you got Aggie because here you is on this platform. Here you are on this platform mm -hmm. and this she's saying, you know, what she shouldn't have, like kinda taking sides. Yeah. You know? Yeah, and I and I understood that, mm -hmm. but it is like I'm not gonna back down off of none of my truth. <laughs> period. To nobody. Mm -hmm. And I just think that people that's what I'm saying, in this culture, people just get caught up on what they see and they believe in the facade and the mm -hmm. smoke and mirror so much. It's like they don't have their own brain. Right. Like as close as I am to anybody, I'm gonna mm -hmm. tell you if you're right or wrong. Mm -hmm. Who I don't care who you are. Now when you I know? heard it, this is what I will say. I was I felt bad for you mm -hmm. because I'm like, Tiffany is so talented. She's Thank really you. dope. And I don't want that to overshadow. Exactly. And I don't and I felt like people misinterpreted what you were saying, like as if you aren't where you should okay, be. Okay, so let me let me put that out there. So yeah, I want to the whole on. stop my bag thing. This is this is what people mean when they say stop your bag. It doesn't mean you stop me from being successful. You cannot stop what God has for me. You're mm -hmm. not gonna stop what God has for me. I'm okay. You know what I'm saying? Like I feel real good. <laughs> okay, like, I'm so straight. You can't stop what God has for me. When I mm -hmm. say, if you stopping a check or an opportunity, mm -hmm. that's stopping a bag. You just stopping that situation mm -hmm. from progressing into mm -hmm. something better. But I'm still going to get it on this side. Mm -hmm. But I still ain't forgot that what you did over here, though. That don't mean that you stopped me from being successful because I just figured out a way to go this route. Mm-hmm. But that don't mean I ain't see or hear about when you tried to stop that check. I don't give a shit if it was $2. You understand what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. I feel a way about that. Now, just to be clear for some people that may not know, mm -hmm. um, you were saying that the BET mm -hmm. award situation, was it just that one situation or was it? It was, it was two. It was okay. two situations. Can you talk about the situation? Girl. We really, okay. Well, I mean, I discussed this on T.S. Madison as far as the carpets, uh, the, the nominations, the things, of that, yeah, mm -hmm. thing, things of that nature. Had got back to me from a publicist, um, and I was actually on the phone. <laughs> 
And they didn't know I was on the phone with my publicist. And, you know, things came out. And, and again, this was some years back. And, every, and at that time, everybody was so up her ass but didn't like her. Mm. But it was because she was the only one that was really relevant at the time. Mm -hmm. And now people, they they calling it this hate train or um, like it's a trend to not like her. No, people not scared to get fired no more. Mm. People not scared to be blackballed no more. Mm. People not scared to be saying these things and then they don't get the opportunities because she had a lot of power. Mm. And that That's just what it was. And at the time, I wanted to say some things, but then it was like... It would come off like, oh, uh, you you expected to say that. You with Kim. And I, so when my team would talk to me about that, like, Tiff, just don't even say anything. It's like, you know what? You're right. You know what I'm saying? They not going to hear, hear what I got to say or be receptive to what I got to say. Now, I don't give a fuck. Mm -hmm. I don't care who believe it, who don't. I don't have, on my grandmother's soul, mm -hmm. and everybody who knows me know that I love my grandmother to death. Mm -hmm. I don't have to make this shit up, and she ain't finna stop shit. Like, when Iggy Azalea said that she stopped her from a Super Bowl campaign, mm -hmm. Iggy still is okay. Yeah. But that was stopping her back. She could feel a way about that. You understand? Mm -hmm. So, and when you telling certain producers don't work with somebody, okay, that song's still gonna get done. But you stopped the situation. That's that's what the whole stop my back metaphor means. It doesn't mean she's stopping somebody from being successful. She's not fucking God. Mm -hmm. I'm not saying that. And Lord, I'm sorry for putting F in with your name. Mm -hmm. But He's a forgiving Lord. Yeah, I know. <laughs> but it just gives me like that. Like, mm -hmm. come on, y'all just believe whatever this girl. She may be y'all God, but she not mine. Mm -hmm. So I'm going to be okay. Mm -hmm. You know, and it's just coming full circle. The shit that she did to Kim. Just coming full circle. Mm -hmm. That's it. That's yeah. all that's going on. And I'm I'm done with that. Yeah. Cause I, no. in this interview, I'm so cause <laughs> like I don't be on no bitch dick. Like I just be. I'm just a realist. I'm gonna talk about it. I'm gonna get it out there. Mm -hmm. But it's one of them things where me and her was never gonna work together anyway. Mm -hmm. She like I said before that she don't get on nothing with nobody that could be a threat with her. Mm -hmm. You tell me somebody. Oh, wow. Really? Mm -hmm. Okay. Mm -hmm. <laughs> I'm like, gonna turn it on me. Yeah, I'm asking the question. I didn't know. No, no, no. It's I'm, cool. I respect I'm, Well, I do know she done songs. What was the Ludacris record when she had like Eve on there? That wasn't, no. I, what, I'm not saying. But your wasn't. question, she didn't put nobody on. Kind of like. Embrace. Embrace. And put okay. somebody on. That was Ludacris. That was Ludacris record. doing. I stand corrected. Okay. Look. His <laughs> record. You tell me a girl that she straight embraced. Put like that's a bad bitch, and she got metaphor, and she could rap, and she got lyrics, and she got bars, and go toe to toe with me. Mm. You ain't never seen her do that. Like Wayne is smart as shit. He was like, let me sign Drake, Drake. before he yes. do my fucking competition. Mm. You know what I'm saying? That's a good point. Let me get Nikki. Mm. You know, cause she makes sense. Mm -hmm. That's a pretty girl, and she dope. Mm -hmm. I'm not taking none of that from her. Right. And she's a Sagittarius, so sometimes I be. Heaven, I'm kind of partial to what I can feel where she be coming from in certain things, as as how she even looks at this culture right now. Because some people just getting on, mm -hmm. you know, ain't had to work for it like how we did. So I I be understanding where she coming from and the frustration, but that don't mean be bitter. Mm. That don't mean be jealous of somebody else's success, success just yeah. because their journey wasn't like yours. I'm just as frustrated sometimes when people who it just be like, wow. Do you okay. feel like this situation karma's a bitch? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. 
Some say the preacher say amen. That's somebody in the back say. <laughs> I mean, that's basically where to me I felt like this conversation was kind of going yeah, because exactly you said what, what she I'm did um, with you, and you know you spoke about Kim, and now to see what she's going through with Cardi, it's like she's why is she, why what is she going through with Cardi? Like let that girl live. I don't know, but see what you just said when you say you being a Sagittarius and you being lyrical and you writing your own shit. Do you kind of empathize? Her. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. I understand her being frustrated. Mm -hmm. I understand that. But hell, you was. Uh, you understand? <laughs> I, yeah, like I understand being frustrated. Right. But at the same time, you should be so big mm -hmm. and unbothered. Mm -hmm. It don't matter what she going through. Mm -hmm. If anybody should be feeling how Nikki feels, I, I, it should be me. You understand mm -hmm. what I'm saying? But I don't feel that way. I feel like what God has for everybody, we're going to get that at our time. Mm -hmm. You understand? So everybody's journey going to be different. So for old girl, I think she feel like, how does she accomplish my entire career in about two years? Mm -hmm. If that. You understand? So I can understand how she may look at that, but why care? Because at the end of the day, you're successful, your family eating, you don't want for nothing. Stop tripping off of what she got going on. Mm -hmm. Have that conversation with your girls or something. Mm -hmm. But stop <laughs> having it come out in your music and, and, your radio and keep show. poking the beast like that. And then when yeah. she barked back, it's like you want to be the victim. No, you've been the villain your whole entire career. I will say this, and this is me keeping it a hundred. Mm -hmm. Um... Because I don't mind, this is my platform, I interview people, but I will always speak my piece on how I feel about anything. Mm -hmm. um, damn, I just lost my train of thought. No, I didn't. So, here we go. Okay. So, like with her, I've always wanted her to embrace, well now I guess with the Diesel campaign being the bad guy, I've always wanted her to embrace that because I felt like she, to me, was the female 50 Cent. Mm. I've always felt like, and 50 Cent don't give a fuck. He don't. He gonna poke a bear. He gonna be jumping up in you when you growl, yeah. my nigga. Like, he's with the shits. Yeah. Um, I've always felt like I wanted that from her mm -hmm. a little more. Mm -hmm. Kind of just not caring. I just wanted her. If you gonna poke, like the one bear she poked, I felt was Remy. Mm -hmm. And then when it came out, it was like, you can't hide your hand. Yeah. You know? You yeah. just can't. Like, just... Just, just, just be I with it. Just endure it. Yeah. That's it. So... I guess, you know, you've been the villain your whole career. And I would love for cry on interviews. Well, Girl. I, know. <laughs> I, I know for sure. I've always wanted her to, to be the it, bad it don't guy even, be proud. It, it, it don't make any sense. That's why nobody bought it. Mm -hmm. It was like, girl, because she's an actress first. Mm -hmm. Don't forget that. She, she wants to be an actress. She, so, you know, having tears on cue and all of that, like, wasn't nobody buying it. Mm -hmm. Now, she has her diehard fans mm -hmm. that's going to support her regardless. Trust me, because they all in my timeline. Right. Oh, my... God. Yeah, I had a couple of bars. Bars going to be under this shit, too, I'm sure. I've had <laughs> Which bars. gives no fucks. It's funny. But, you know, it's just one of them things where it's like, let her shine. Let her do her thing. You're okay. You're up. Nikki is always going to be okay. Yeah. She's always going to be okay. Well, here's my thing. I want to wrap it up with this because mm -hmm. I do want to get into you back to your music. That's fine. Um, what do you feel? Because growing up, mm -hmm. my dream mm -hmm. <laughs> collaboration was one day to see Foxy and Kim together. Oh, my Foxy, God. Brian, and Kim. Keep dreaming. Exactly. Now, 
I just recently threw in the towel on that dream. I was mm -hmm. like, ah, shit ain't happening. It's a wrap. It's I'm not. cool. Let my little childhood mm -hmm. whatever goals mm -hmm. just and go I don't to the fuck with Foxy. I Do like yeah. Okay. I love Foxy music. Yeah. She don't like me, but I like, I like. Her. I love you for this. Thank you. Well, I just love you for being like, okay, she dope. She talented. She dope. I was listening to China Dow the other day. Right. I love, I love that album. I love that you can say that yeah. and just still say she don't fuck with me though, but still, yeah. again, that speaks a lot about your character, Thank you. and I and I love that about you. Thank you. Um, Dream is gone to see them collaborate. Mm -hmm. I do feel like, and you let me know what you think. If there's hope. For like maybe Kim and Nikki to reconcile, and if it is, what do you think Nikki may need to do for you and Kim and the whole camp to kind of say, "All right, let's 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 figure something out here." <laughs> I honestly don't see it happening, but it would have to be it would have to be beneficial for Nikki. That's what do you think, think what it would take? Would it take like a sit down for her to just say, listen, I'm sorry, or to, conf I guess, fess up to some of the things that Kim has alleged that Nikki has done? Mm -hmm. I feel like it would take yeah, that too. Kim is, uh, sh she's a tough cookie. Now, I will say this. Mm -hmm. Now, when Gucci Man, I'm going to read a quote because okay. you know he did say that about his book. And... I always want the barbs. Please do your research. I just hate that people paint Kim as the bad guy, like as if she's just a bitter person. Yeah. And I, so I, that's that a really misconception. Okay. Yeah. With that, it is. I think people need to do their homework. Mm -hmm. And and I think uh, Nikki, she capitalizes off the fact that she know her fans does not do their homework, yeah. and they are um, a lot younger. And we have a platform where they're able to. Um, say their opinions and b be bullies and all that type of stuff, which they think is cute, mm -hmm. which I think is totally disgusting. Mm -hmm. You know, so I just think that they need to do their homework. A lot of the stuff that I'm doing, that Cash Dow is doing, that any other female rappers, Trina, we all are inspired by Kim mm -hmm. in some kind of way. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? Cardi, as big as she is, still acknowledges. And pays homage. So my thing is, Nikki has, in her own way, said that she fucked with Kim. Right. You understand? She did. All I'm saying is, don't get on the record and then diss her, though. Yes. You can't do this backhand. Oh, my God, I did. What do you want me to do? Kiss her ass? I mean, no. Just acknowledge it and just go on and move on with your life. Don't throw shots. Mm -hmm. Because we catch that shit. Mm -hmm. And then you think it's going to stay on wax. Do you think it's a double standard, though? Because a lot of men come in the game and they say... We're just a different species. So it is a double standard. It, it, it is, is what it is. Because I feel like men could coexist and they could come, throw shots at each other, uh, say I'm the king and the other dude don't get upset. And Listen, I think... That's my point. Like, yeah. I call myself King Fox. <laughs> I call myself King Fox. Foxy Brown don't like that. I didn't know that she was calling herself King Fox. Mm -hmm. I didn't know that she was, at the time, even really doing music. Mm -hmm. So it was just kind of like, and then she blocked me. I'm like, okay, <laughs> okay. I like, know, what happened? I know, I know it got that deep. Yeah, she blocked me and all of that. <laughs> I I don't know. I mean, <laughs> I'm gonna call myself King Fox. Yes. If Queen B has no problem with me calling myself King Fox, then you gonna call who yourself the fuck King are you? <laughs> you understand what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. Whatever. <laughs> but please, I just want people like to go out there and, and do your research. Yeah, research. And I feel like, and then maybe you guys could understand and not be so 
biased and yeah. one-sided. Yeah. So, I'm going to leave it as that. Because I was going to read a quote, but I feel like the message okay. is out there. No, read out. it. Read it. Yeah, oh, read shit. it. Because this is from her day one. So, <laughs> go ahead. I'm going to hear it. Well, here's the thing. Prior to me, okay, let me say this before reading this quote. quote. Mm. I used to be real cool with Fendi back in the day. Okay. Right? So, okay. and I get into it with people that I call, like, the millennials on the mm -hmm. shorter end of the mm -hmm. spectrum. Because mm -hmm. I guess I'm still considered one, but I'm on the higher end mm -hmm. of it. <laughs> mm -hmm. So, the youngest, youngest, I try to tell them, like, y'all can't just think, going off of one interview with her saying, I love Kim, mm -hmm. Remy, and all these people. Like, when me and Finney used to be really, really cool, I remember he, when he was manager, he would play me some of her music. Mm -hmm. And I remember listening to her, and I was like, she's dope. Mm -hmm. Really, really dope. She actually sounds like Kim to me or reminiscent mm -hmm. to her, right? Mm -hmm. And he was like, yeah, yeah. And then I would hear some songs, and I would hear her, like, throwing shots. Like, mm -hmm. I think it was a song called, like, Time Machine, bitches. Talking about you old bitches getting the time machine. Mm -hmm. She was even, like, really naming names. Mm -hmm. And I'm like, yo. Yeah. Like, yeah. But, and then he was like, yeah, I know. And I remember asking him, like, are you egging this shit on? Is this you? Is this how she feel? He was like, nah, that's mm -hmm. just her. Like, she just cocky mm -hmm. like that. And I'm like, but he was like, but she loves Kim. He mm -hmm. was like, she loves. I said, clearly. I said, but how can you love her and talk about her? You know, Kim ain't going to play that shit. Yeah. I remember saying this to uh -huh. him so vividly in the car in Harlem, just popping shit. And I'm like, she's not going to like this. Mm -hmm. He was like, yeah, I know. And I said, it ain't even just Kim. It's Foxy, too. Mm -hmm. She was going at all of them. Mm -hmm. But I'm I was stuck on Kim because I think at that time she just got like that year in a day situation. Mm -hmm. Like and again, Kim was just so big on loyalty. She's not really with the phony shit. She right. don't live in a gray area. Right. And I remember voicing that to him, like, oh, this ain't gonna end well. Mm -hmm. I knew it way mm -hmm. before. <laughs> I just remember saying, This ain't gonna end well. Yeah. Cause she can't say things like that yeah. and not expect him in particular mm -hmm. to feel some type of way. And he was like, Yeah, and he I remember John to 50. I remember mm -hmm. he was telling me, um, even Foxy got upset. Mm -hmm. I, I got upset at one point, was saying, you know, I embrace this bitch. You got her mm -hmm. talking shit about me. Mm -hmm. So it wasn't, it's nothing new. Mm -hmm. Like, she kind of came in with that energy. Yeah. Like 50. Yeah. That's why I've always looked at yeah. her and it's crazy because they're both queens. Mm -hmm. So, maybe that was just her tactic. Maybe. And I, I think it was. And I don't think, and maybe that's, maybe she just felt it was okay. And listen, now oh, to yeah. see her and Foxy do something together, I love that. Mm -hmm. But I always knew it wasn't going to end well mm -hmm. with the Kim and Nikki. That's a good. That's a good thing because I never looked at it like that. Maybe she did. Maybe she didn't think it was gonna be a big deal because mm -hmm. men do it all the time. And she said that you know recently. So maybe she thought that. All I'm saying is embrace it. Yes, I was talking about her. Mm -hmm. Yes, it's who I was throwing shots at. Mm -hmm. But I didn't mean nothing by it. I don't know. <laughs> all right, read the quote. Read the quote. Okay, mm -hmm. so the quote. So now when Gucci Mane wrote his uh, autobiography, he quoted. One, well, I guess this excerpt says um, he was on tour mm -hmm. and um, he remembers seeing Nikki running off of a Little Wayne's tour bus and coming up to him. And this is what she said. Why would you put a bitch from Brooklyn on there? Nikki uh, questioned Gucci in regards to Little Kim. I know you got people in Queens. You supposed to have a bitch herself from Queens on there. So now people can consider that obviously stopping a bag or just throwing shade mm -hmm. or why is it you can't get it how you get it mm -hmm. without throwing somebody else under the bus yeah and this is something that gucci man has put out mm -hmm. and i was shocked 
that he even did that because mm -hmm. I felt like he was still in good, mm -hmm. you know, uh, I don't know, regards with Nikki. Mm -hmm. So I was shocked by that. So again, when people say stop the bags, I just wanted to point out those things. Girl, yeah. Just so, just so I can just have you here and say, she's not saying Nikki ain't stopping the show. Exactly. And anything she got going on. But yeah. there are things that has happened in the past to kind of credit what a lot of people may feel about Nikki. I just wish Nikki can right. address it, sit down and talk about it, and say, hey, it was just hip-hop. That's the way I chose exactly. to go about it. Exactly. And that's just what it is. It wasn't nothing personal. Right. I actually do adore Kim, whatever, whatever. Right. I just feel like that conversation now, needs to be Now, if that happens, maybe they can revisit yeah. um, doing business or something. But until that happens, I don't see that. No. Okay, but that's what I'm hoping for. Yeah, that would be dope, actually. <laughs> I'm going to be honest with you. That yeah. would be some dope shit yeah. if them two could do a record. Now, I, I do. Talking about records. Mm -hmm. Bad Bitch Commanders. Let's get to We already talked about you know, your upbringing and how you got into hip-hop, mm -hmm. your love for it. Mm -hmm. We talked about your relationships in the business. We talked about uh, little Kim. You were signed to her. Are you still um, signed to her? No, we're not, okay. I'm not signed to Kim, okay. but we do a lot of business together. Gotcha. Yeah. Gotcha. Yeah. Talk to me about where you are now, currently, everything you got going on. Bad bitch okay, so the Bad Bitch Commandments is my latest project, and I haven't had nothing out in four years. Mm -hmm. A whole project. Yeah, I didn't know that. I was like, wait, when you I got done, that. my dumb ass, that's how time just be, I'm like, damn, it's been four, damn. Yeah, so um, the Bad Bitch Commandments is basically a guide of how to be successful dealing with all this fuck shit that you're definitely going to be dealing with, especially fuck niggas and um, just getting your money and just staying focused, right. but in a way where... You can receive what I'm talking about and jam mm -hmm. to it or whatever. But it's it's dope. Um, I got a lot of dope producers on there. Shout out to Brad Young and Vega. And um, I'm still trying to go back and forth with, because I'm doing a project right after it. Okay. So I'm still, as of right now, trying to figure out if the stuff that I did with Zaytoven in Bangladesh is going to be on here as well. Dope. Or if I'm going yeah, to save the stuff that we did for... The project afterwards. Well, how many tracks we got on there? Thirteen. Thirteen. You giving it up? Thirteen. Because mm -hmm. I've been gone so long, so you know. Why the hiatus? Why? Girl. Okay. <laughs> All right. So <laughs> Look at Brooke sitting up top. All right. So mm -hmm. I did Love and Hip Hop in fifteen. Yes. And then in sixteen, I went through a lot of devastation. Mm -hmm. Um, I had a, a very, 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 very bad breakup. And then I had my best friend, which is my grandmother. She passed. And then, my, thank you. And my little cousin, he got killed. And then mm -hmm. my other cousin died from cancer. It was like months apart, if that, yeah. like January, March, April, May, June, like that. So it was. It just had You're dealing me dealing with a lot. Life, girl, life happened. It life happened. Mm -hmm. it's, and it had me just like fuck everything for a while. Like I just, I think I laid up and just watched the paint dry for like a wow. year, just not coming out the house, just really in shock of it all, and just regaining who I am as a per person. Like Lord, what is my purpose? Like why did you? Putting all this on me, like, I've never lost nobody mm. that I was close to. Never. So, to lose four people 
in that time span, it was, it was, it was a lot. And it, it triggered a part of me that I didn't even know existed. And I'm not a weak person. And it, it just bothered me that it just had me on my ass like that. You know mm. what I'm saying? I'm like, damn. You know, so. What got you off that ass? My pride and God. Nice. Yeah. It was one of them things. I'm not going to lie. I was upset with God. And I know we were taught to. Um, not question. Not question them. But I had a lot of questions. <laughs> I was like, Lord, in order for me to understand this, you're going to have to break this down to me. You know, because all I got is faith. I can't see you. I can't touch you. I need to, I need you to give me something because I'm losing it. Yeah. You know, so, and it was, I started getting back into church more like I do anyway. Mm -hmm. And once I was around that environment, it started making me feel better. And it just felt like the pastor was talking about everything that I needed to hear. And I know a lot of people say that, right. but he really was touching on some specifics where it was, he, he encourages um, building you up in prosperity and light. And just because you are, you have a relationship with God, don't mean you're not going to have trials and tri tribulations and the, you know, those type of things you have to go through what you're going through right now to build character and to have a testimony and to make me appreciate what I have for you, but you got to go through this. Mm -hmm. And what I learned is in this lifetime, everybody that has breath in their body is going to be disappointed. It's going to be hurt. Their heart is going to get broken. You're going to have ups and downs. People you love is going to die. That's going. That's just once I, I'm like, okay, so I can't take this personal because it's billions and billions and billions of people on this earth who is going to go through this. This is just what it is. So once I got out of that, it was like, okay cool <laughs> so it's time that my pride kicked in like bitch you not no weak ass bitch what is you doing mm. you know what i'm saying like what you gonna keep inviting everybody to your pity party this is not what you do right. get up and so one day the pastor taught movement he says success is in movement you gotta move get up out, get up off your couch get off get out your bed get out get out here mm. it's, it's nobody is successful just sitting stagnant mm -hmm. just sitting here Expecting a good man to come to your door. Expecting the opportunity to come to your door. Expecting um, whatever God has for you. to you got to get up and help the situation, the universe, mm -hmm. to get you what you want. You mm -hmm. know what I'm saying? And that helped me. Now, I do want to wrap this up. But I always call it like the confessional hour. Mm -hmm. So I ask like five questions. Okay. And you give me like one word to answer so we can do this. Okay. We'll break it down. Okay. Okay. Who is your dream collaboration? Dream? Dream collaboration. Someone that you haven't collaborated with yet. Dream. Dream. That's a good one. Dream. I ain't dreamed of none of these people. <laughs> <laughs> Dream. It'd be dope as shit, though, of course, if I did something with Beyonce. That would okay. be like, yeah. oh my God, that would be huge. Yeah. Um, I'll take that. Yeah, take that. Yeah, that's all I got. I'll take yeah. that. Okay. Mm -hmm. Top five favorite female rappers of all time. Top five. Okay. Kim. Mm -hmm. Foxy. Nice. Lauren. Nice. Missy. Nice. And Queen Latifah. Nice. 
Yeah. Now, maybe it's the same people, maybe not. But mm -hmm. let's say you had a dream record. You know, Ladies Night was a big record. Uh -huh. Kim, and uh -huh. She put all the females on the record with her. Uh -huh. Who would be your Ladies Night remix version if you had a choice to do one? In a perfect world. In a perfect world. In a perfect, in a perfect world. world. Yes, and give it to me because I feel like perfect it's world. Perfect. It's going to be good. In a perfect <laughs> world. Yes. I'm going to get a lot of heat about this. But in a perfect world. Mm -hmm. And then I'm going to give you the realistic. The realistic yeah. Okay, so in a perfect world, me, Kim, Cardi, Nikki, and Remy. Oh, wow. Nice, big mm -hmm. of you. I think that's mm -hmm. dope. But shout out to the choir in the back with the yep. amen. <laughs> I can that that would be so controversial yeah. and so the world would be like, what? Mm. Yeah, that would that would be some big shit. Now, the, everyone that's listening, what do you want to tell your fans out there, all your gold diggers that's listening right now? Okay, yeah, they've I been love, riding with you. I love them so much, mm -hmm. chair, and they rats for me. Love them to death, and um, the bad bitch commandments. I think. Every woman from every different walks of life is definitely going to enjoy it. Of course, I'm talking about my pain in it a little bit. Mm -hmm. Just a little bit because I don't like touching on stuff too much. But um, everybody has been there yeah. where they've been discouraged or want to give up or felt like they were all alone. you know. And it's just to empower you to not settle. That's really what the whole album is about. To not settle and to get it and to not be insecure because of these men or because of life or because of what's going on still move mm -hmm. go forward don't stop do not stop that's mm -hmm. what it's all about so i just love my gold diggers for supporting me i love st louis for always being there for me and giving me a crash course of life child <laughs> being from there honey listen yeah. but yes yeah, so i'm excited about the project and i think everybody is going to love it i put 13 songs on it because i just got a lot to talk about mm -hmm. everything from this point on probably be like seven or eight you know because again times has changed this is what everybody is doing but i have to always balance what everybody else is doing as to what I'm comfortable with as an artist to give out. And in order to paint that real picture, I had to get it out in 13 records because it's going to feel like an album, like how we used to listen to with the skits and the different things, the interludes oh, and shit that. like that. You like, bring that back? Oh, yes. Yeah. It's going to be. So you can get to know me yeah. and have fun and because we don't get the chance to unwrap shit no more and read the back and all of that. I missed those. Uh, so I got to give you that moment <laughs> yes. of some type of um, originality and feeling like, you know, you can relate to me and mm -hmm. just have fun. So. I love that. Mm -hmm. Okay. So I like to sum this up with all the guests that come on the show. Mm -hmm. Everything that you've been through, we talked about your upbringing in St. Louis. Mm -hmm. We talked about um, June 5th, yes. your career. Yes. Um, we talked about the influence. We talked about some of the drama. Yeah. We uh -huh. talked about men. Mm -hmm. um, and now we're here. Mm -hmm. Babbage Commandments coming out soon. Yes. If you can, sum it up in one word. The state that you're in right now. Not a phrase, not a sentence, but one word. What would it be? Uh, hmm. I'm going to have to go with savage. Savage. I really am. Savage. Mm -hmm. I love that. Thank you mm -hmm. so much. Thanks for having me. Y'all are here first. <laughs> Tiffany Fox is in the building. Y'all stay tuned to everything we're doing here. At and I'll see you soon.
Bye. Bye.